Welcome to Design in Confidence, hosted by me, Stefano Bellucci Sessa. I'm a creative coach, speaker, and facilitator, helping people and businesses design innovative experiences together. Design in Confidence is a podcast for designers, innovators, creative leaders, or just anyone who wants to change. I will share learning tips and reflections on how mindfulness and design can build creative confidence while managing mental health. Today's episode is about the difference between creativity, design, and innovation. In confidence, I always felt a little bit confused by these terms. And making this distinction made me realize that for some projects I wasn't as creative as always, I wasn't designing well, and I wasn't innovating as always. And maybe this applies to you too. I'm saying this because in my experience I worked with amazing creatives, amazing designers and amazing innovators, even if sometimes they didn't really match all these criteria. And that happened even more when they actually didn't have in that job title one of these three words, because they weren't creative designers or innovators. And I realized how much these words actually exclude people from them. And the reason why I want to clarify what they are is that I don't agree with this. I believe that whoever you are, you are creative, you already design, and you can innovate. And understanding the differences between these three worlds can help you be more creative, design better, and innovate with impact. So let's start with innovation. I know that you are innovative, because innovation means changing a defined environment. And for environment, I mean your diet, your life, your house, your, a process of your organization. And I'm sure it happened because of COVID. Probably you have to change something in your life or in your career because of COVID. Innovation is the act of changing an environment by adding or removing parts of it. For example, the behaviors of people, the tools they use, or their relationships, or other elements. And understand if you don't feel you are innovative. In confidence, I don't feel I've been innovative in my life before because I tend to compare myself with what society labels as innovative, which are radical examples of innovation, like Apple, Microsoft, or Google. They are labeled as innovative because they radically change a whole environment, like it might happen to you too, though. For example, because you change house, you change country, or you change your diet, you became vegan, for example. But that type of innovation requires a lot of creative confidence. So it's okay if you have only the confidence to gradually innovate. For example, eating differently just one night per week. Or learning a new skill instead of changing your job. So to gradually or radically innovate, you need creative confidence. So it's good that before I told you that you are already creative, right? Let's look what that means. So why am I saying that you are creative? In my life, I met a lot of people that told me, well, I'm not creative. But that in my head sounds like when I say that I don't have any muscles. We are on a podcast, you cannot see me, but trust me, I'm not made of flesh and bones. I do have muscles, even if my body doesn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm never sure how to pronounce that name. But again, Society usually labels people with muscles only that look like 
Schwarzenegger, something like that. That doesn't mean I don't have any muscles. My, the number of my muscles is the same of Arnold Schwarzenegger's. He has bigger muscles. And that gives him the confidence to lift heavy things, while I have the confidence of lifting less heavy things. And it's the same with creativity. Because in society we talk about creativity only with radical examples or extreme example of creativity, like again Airbnb, Apple and whatever. But also other people are creative. Creativity is not binary, it's a spectrum. And just like with muscles, we might be really big, average or weak. And just like with muscles, we, we can train them so that we can move across the spectrum, so that we can be more confident in challenging how things are done and explore new directions. For example, being creative starts with asking to yourself, what if, for example, what if I eat something different for dinner? And then according to the creative confidence that you have, you're gonna explore different opportunities. What if I go out for dinner? What if I order something different from the menu? What if I learn a new recipe? What if I change the ingredients? Or what if I just open the fridge and I look at all the ingredients I have and I create a new recipe? Many times in society we celebrate only the latter example of creativity. But the reality is that any project, any environment, any situation allows a different type of creativity. And that's okay. In many projects, the team and I had only the creative confidence to tweak only some parts of the experience. Other times to challenge multiple things about that project and bring a software or a process that was used elsewhere in another company, for example. And other times we had the creative confidence to change completely everything, develop new processes and create softwares from scratch. And it's okay if you don't have this latter example of creative confidence, because the reality is that even if usually that is the one that gets celebrated, many times to innovate successfully, you need the other examples of creativity. Just like with muscles. Think about the athletes at the Olympics. They all have different types of body, different types of muscles. And some of them would not be as good if they had the Arnold Schwarzenegger body. Because that requires a different type of body shape, or different type of muscles. And innovation is the same. And what enables you to choose how much creative you need to be to successfully innovate is design. So it's good that before I told you that you can design, right? Let's look that in detail. Creativity brings us to ask ourselves what if, while design makes us ask ourselves why and how, and this helps us make choices. So then with confidence, we can innovate. It's important to understand that everything in our life is designed. From the way we behave, from what we buy, to the tools that we use. And also this time, the problem is that in many cultures, we label as design only specific fields, like visuals, advertising or fashion. But actually, also in finance, resourcing and many other roles, people make choices of if, why and how something should change something should happen. So they're making design decisions. And if you feel that you're not designing in confidence, that happened to me too. A really simple example is when I plan my weekend or when I don't plan my weekend. Because I get to Friday or Saturday, I didn't have planned anything. So it feels like I didn't design my weekend because I didn't choose what to do. Actually, a design decision was made. 
it was a design decision to not plan my weekend. Not choosing is a choice, it's a design decision. In confidence, the biggest moment of my career when I realized that is also when I moved from being a junior to me a midweight. That happened a few years after I graduated. When I was at university, there was someone that designed what I had to learn, what my goals and what my development path was supposed to be. And then after a few years, I got into my first job. I was really happy about it and I stayed there for a lot of years. I was learning, I was delivering, but I wasn't mindfully designing if, why and how and what I was learning and delivering and how that was impacting on the future of my career. And that happens to organizations too. They deliver and it goes well, but they don't design what the employees need to learn, how the company needs to grow, so that then in future it doesn't impact in a negative way on their performance. So if everyone designs, why are some of the things not designed well? Well, that's because making decisions of if, why and what needs to change comes with many risks. And being able to forecast, understand and mitigate risks is not easy. Unless you have specific and knowledge and experience in managing those risks. And that's why we should be open to collaborate with those roles and people that are experts in those methodologies and tools that give them, and so us, the creative confidence to manage those risks and explore new opportunities. And remember that I call them designers, even if they don't use layouts or color theory, but all the tools and methodologies that help making choices, that help making design decisions, like who should be on our project, how much budget it should have, when people are supposed to work, how to provide good customer support, and all the decisions that make sure we can innovate successfully while managing risks. So to sum up, innovation is when you change an environment. Creativity is how confident you are to change things and explore new opportunities. And design helps you make choices of if, why and how things will change, so that you do it with purpose, mindfully, and while mitigating risks. And it's okay if this process is gonna be challenging, because innovation comes with a lot of unknowns, uncertainties, and risks. And that's why we need to take care of our mental health, with design and mindfulness. And that's why I'm making this podcast for you. Like this podcast about labels, that I hope help you understand how much these labels are misused in society and how maybe they made you feel excluded, which you're not. Because you are creative, you design, and you can innovate. That's what I believe, and I hope you believe that too. I believe that you can design your confidence. Yes, I do like puns. Visit designingconfidence.com, this time without the G. There you can see how to contact me, I also find links to relevant resources and people I found respiring from these other talks. There you might see that sometimes I do thank some of my former or current employees. But remember that whatever I say here does not represent them. 
And if you found this inspiring, please leave a review and share this podcast. Tell people why you think this podcast helped your creative confidence. And use it as an opportunity to become someone else's safe space to talk about these topics and to find support in building their creative confidence. Because if you got this far, I'm sure you're a great listener, which I thank you for. And now it's time for me to shut up so that you can listen to your thoughts after this episode. And remember to thank yourself for the time you spent to learn and grow.